Hey, Dr. Mike here. So if you want to live forever-ish, you need to know what's in and what's not. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right. Welcome to Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike. And of course, I'm with my co-host, the amazing Dr. Crystal. That took you a while to answer there. You okay? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you were going to introduce my name or well, I noticed if I said amazing, like live, leaving it for you. <laughs> Anyways, great to see you. Yes, good to see you. Well, I guess people don't know that. So we're, we record these from our own homes right now. And so I can see her. She can see me, but you guys can't see us. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to go on. So this is our a November magazine from Life Extension. You guys know this is one of our favorite uh, podcasts to do. We're very proud of the magazine that the company puts out. It's a great one. Check it out if you haven't. Um, basically, it reads like a medical journal. Not, it's not, not your just standard, I don't know, industry magazine. So uh, definitely worth a read. And so we talk about three things you should do if you want to live foreverish, and one thing you shouldn't do if you want to live foreverish. So the first thing you should do is think or even supplement with something called specialized pro-resolving mediators. Now, Dr. Crystal, yes. most people have no idea what I'm talking about right now. So tell us a little bit about pro-resolving mediators and why are they important? Well, let's first talk about how people typically address inflammation. Okay. Um, most people or most nutritional options that target inflammation is more about kind of simmering down the, the inflammatory response in the body. And, uh, and that's really what most things are doing. They're just kind of lowering yeah. the level of inflammation, especially you know, people who are dealing with chronic inflammation, which is that systemic low level uh, inflammation, you're just trying, oftentimes you're turning down the heat. Um, but the question is what you really should be trying to do, the focus should be on resolving the inflammation. Um, research shows that resolution of inflammation may be as important as inhibition of inflammation. So some people turn it down, some people try to stop it altogether, uh, but there's this idea that you want to, to resolve it. And, and when we say resolve it, it means that you are, you know, when you have an inflammatory um, reaction in the body, you have a lot of chemicals, immune cells, a lot of, you know, there's damaged tissues, and all of that kind of needs to be cleared out, you know, once you, right. and during this process of, of resolving the inflammation, you're kind of clearing out debris, um, you know, and, and slowing down that inflammatory response. And so, which leads us to pro-resolving mediators. They are uh, compounds that's produced in the body. And that is their job. They are byproducts of fatty acids. In fact, your omega-3 fats are converted into pro-resolving uh, mediators. Uh, but unfortunately, when you take omega-3 fatty acids, 
you don't get a lot of that converted into these pro resolving right, mediators. Right. So there's a lot of research looking into can you um, can you supplement with pro resolving mediators and get some of those same benefits. Yeah. So, so just to back up for a sec. So a lot of the natural anti-inflammatories that people take fish oil, curcumin, uh, you know, me, I like, I love black cumin seed oil. I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch, right? I mean, I, I'm not going to name them all, but that's what they are. They're anti-inflammatory. They're bringing down that, uh, inflammatory response, the chronic inflammatory response, which can be helpful. But there's another side to the story that we really haven't talked about or that we haven't dealt with. And that's the fact that once that inflammation is coming down, we need to help the body repair from that process, yes. right? To yep. resolve, clean up the aftermath. <laughs> I like perfect. Yeah. Clean up the aftermath, right? It's almost like, I guess maybe, okay, let's see if you like this in analogy. You ready? Okay. So your house is on fire. That's the inflammation. So you have the firemen and firewomen, they come, they put out the fire, but now you just have a house that's burnt embers. So now you need something to come in to clean that up so you can rebuild. Right. Pretty good. Yes. I like it. Do I get the Dr. Crystal stamp of approval on this analogy? You get a gold star. Oh, Thank you. I never got those as a kid. I was too crazy. That's awesome. All right. So that, yeah. So and again, you know, Life Extension Magazine has a great um, description of these. Um, I think this was, was this in the um, section in the news, Dr. Crystal? I'm not sure no. if I remember. There's actually an entire article on this and it's written by uh, Chance Falloon, Bill Falloon, oh, our only son, <laughs> wrote the article. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So check that out. So it's, it's just something else to think about, something to add to your live forever-ish arsenal, right? It, it's, it's resolving inflammation. That's right. All right. In number two is something that Dr. Crystal and I have talked about a lot and we will continue to talk about. And it really has to do with maintaining healthy energy levels, cellular energy levels. And in this case, it's the enzyme AM. P K. Why is that important, Dr. Crystal? Well, I don't even well, know if we have enough time. <laughs> this could be a whole, you could have a whole conference on AMPK, right? Oh, uh, we could have, yes. Um, it is an enzyme uh, that's found in every cell in our bodies, and it serves as the body's master regulating switch. So it regulates uh, energy balance in response to energy supply and demand. And what we find is when it's activated, it turns down processes that can, um, can consume, I guess, the energy. And it turns up processes that that's more of kind of right. breaking down energy. So basically... Instead of your body storing energy, like storing fat like, for like energy. Fat, like fat, right? Yeah. Right. It turns up fat burning. Right, so you actually right. see AMPK activated when you're exercising vigorously, right? Or, or you are 
restricting your calories because what happens, let's say if the cell doesn't have that many calories coming in, then it's going to shift and change how it processes its nutrients. And it goes into, you know what, we need to start kind of burning some energy so that we can have some, make some ATP. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so you can see how AMPK kind of controls. It's the master switch that controls like, what the body does with with the energy. I I like that idea of the mat, master switch, right? Because you you kind of touched on this, right? So it's really important for a cell. It doesn't matter what what it could be heart cell, brain cell, kidney cell, liver cell, whatever, right? It, the cell itself, an important decision is okay. When do I make energy? When do I store energy? Right. Like that's that's like a fork in the road. And this master switch, AMPK, which stands for adenosine monophosphate protein kinase. Don't worry about that. We'll call it AMPK. It, it's it, it's that switch that can say, OK, no, we're going to go down towards making energy. We're going to go down towards um, storing energy. Right. So it's it plays a critical role. It's almost like a decision maker right yes. for the cell on how to manage energy and if the cell can't manage energy very well it means the tissue like your heart can't manage energy very well which means overall you're going to suffer from that i guess that's kind of like the point right that is the point right and so, uh, and so in a world where we typically consume excess energy it's always nice when you find nutrients where you can uh make that cell think <laughs> that it needs to be in a burn energy burning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Out, yeah. Outside of calorie restriction, right. Which most people aren't going to follow day to day to day. Um, there are some plant-based nutrients that help to activate AMPK. Um, I mean, a lot of this research started from the diabetic drug metformin, right? I mean, that's an AMPK activator. And, um, you know, a lot of that research of the, of the benefits from activating AMPK came from that, that pharmaceutical side. So, but we're not, it's not what we offer at life extension or plant-based it's natural that can kind of do the same thing, um, in activating AMPK. So that's in number two, activate your switch, your metabolic switch, which, which is very important to forever ish in, in number three is Pot and marijuana. No, no, Dr. Crystal, it is not. Dr. Mike, I cannot believe you said that. Oh, it's fun. No, in number three um, is something known as the endocannabinoids, not the plant-based cannabinoids that you may, that people smoke and take in prescriptions, whatever. Your system, your, your body, the human body has a cannabinoid system, right, Dr. Crystal? Right. Well, cannabis was actually, well, let's say the system was named after the plant that led to its discovery. So that's why, yeah. but the system is called the endocannabinoid system. And it, this system influences the balance and function of almost all body systems. Yeah, that's a big statement. And, and so there are uh, a lot of researchers um, who believe believe that this is the system really that forms the foundation of everything else that we do and who we are. You know, we talk about inflammation, we talk about stress, we talk about um, immune system, I mean, all these kind of sleep. 
um, many people believe that this is really kind of that primitive, basic human system that kind of influences a lot of those um, systems that help us to live healthy, right? Yes. Well, we we when you think about the system, I always think homeostasis. Um, so our ability to adapt and and respond to changes in the environment throughout the body. And so from an evolutionary perspective, absolutely. I mean, if you have this master system that allows you to respond um, and allows the body to adapt and adjust, then yes, that system is very important. And it's a cellular communication system. Most people think about hormones and nerves when they think about communication, but now we have this other uh, cellular communication system that allows cells in different parts of the body to talk to one another and send signals to, yeah. to each other. And so, and, and this, this is where a lot of the CBD industry comes from, right? Doing something like um, cannabinoids from plants, you know, in, in the most common being hemp, right? And so that what life extension has been looking at is, well, well, since we already have our own cannabinoid system, are there other types of plants? Are there other types of extracts? Like forget the hemp issue and all the controversy with that. Are there other plants that can help stimulate our own human production of cannabinoids, right? That's kind of where we're going. Yeah. So we, um, and so what we, I like to look at it is we're kind of working with what the body naturally makes. Um, so there are, um, plant compounds that can prevent the, the endocannabinoids that we make from being broken down. So we're kind of targeting some of those pathways to keep them around longer. Now there are, um, you know, the, some different types of fats that can target some of the same docking sites as some of the uh, cannabinoids. And, and then there are also, you know, cannabis is not the only plant that contains cannabinoids. So, so there are other, um, other herbal extracts that can bind to some of those same um, endocannabinoid receptors. And so we're able to give you, you know, all of those benefits that you see with, with CBD um, we can give it to you. I, I'm, I'm going to say this, Dr. Mike, and, and <laughs> okay, I'll explain what I mean, but we can give it to you legally, meaning, unfortunately, CBD is not classified as a dietary supplement. Right. That is but true. we do recognize that there are many benefits, but right now there's really no legal path forward for life extension to offer that to our, to market it to our customers. Um, and so, but there's so much research with this system. And, and so this is just a smart way for life extension to, to, to really support the endocannabinoid yeah. system with yeah. working think, with what we make. Yeah. I, and I think this is, could be eye-opening for a lot of people because I think, I, I don't know. I, what do you think about this, Dr. Crystal? I think a lot of people out there believe that, CBD, cannabinoids, awesome. They have all this research, blah, blah, blah. And it, and, but the only way you can get it is through a very specific plant. 
Um, and, and, but what we're learning is that's not true is that there, a lot of living systems have cannabinoids, right. And humans included in that. So there's a way then to just like we, um, use things to help hormone production, to help your own intrinsic antioxidant systems. What we're doing is we're looking at plants beyond hemp that can actually work with your own bodies. Yes. Your own body's cannabinoid system. That's, I think, what's going to be eye-opening for people. It's exciting. Yeah, I do. All right, so that was in number three, the endocannabinoid system in your own body. And what is out number one? We only have one out. <laughs> what is out? Now, we're going to have to talk about this for a sec because I don't know about that. What is out is salt. Yes, a tear right, runs down on. my face. Everybody God, already knows. Say this. Everybody already knows about salt and all this kind of stuff. But I'm before well, you give. Well, wait before you give your little part. Okay, I'm going to say my little thing about salt. Okay. Okay. Um, salt. Yeah, uh, I think most people will say things like, "If you if you eat too much salt, you're going to cause like high blood pressure and cause a heart problem." There is no evidence of that. And by the way, if you have normal blood pressure and you have healthy kidneys and you have a healthy heart, your body knows how to deal with salt loads coming from your food. Now, if you have high blood pressure, yeah, avoid it in those cases. But salt itself in a healthy system is not necessarily a bad thing. That's my little take. Okay. Well, I'll let you, I'll, I'll be done now. And I, 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 I agree with you, you know, salt in a healthy system. Unfortunately, there's so many people who do not have healthy systems, you know, so we're not talking about, you know, the, the typical person, you know, many people are dealing with um, stressed systems. I would say it that okay. way. I'll go um, with so, that. so it's important to be mindful for, of salt. But Dr. Mike, you know, I've confessed that I love salt. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I saw this study, and this was in this section of our magazine called In the News. And these are your kind of your research headlines. And the title of this headline is Eating Less Salt Helps Support Healthy Immune Function. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. Less yeah. salt? The it's very interesting function? to in today's world, right? Yeah. Very interesting. Um, and it's it's just kind of something to to keep in mind that you know, maybe you should consider reducing your salt, especially if you, you know, it's cold and flu season. Yeah. Maybe be mindful of how much salt okay. you're putting on that popcorn for movie night. <laughs> I can listen. I, 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 I get this a little bit and I could probably tease out the, you know, what the fancy word, the pathophysiology of what might be going on there. You know, you increase your blood volume with salt. Maybe that has an effect on certain um, immune disruptors, what have you, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, watch your salt intake. Uh, but I don't think we have to be obsessed and crazy about it. But um, there does seem to be a link to too much salt and uh, lower immunity. So and in today's world, we got that ain't a good thing. We want to rev up our immune system. So 
Um, I will take that to the heart and I will look more into that research. So, so we have the three ends. In number one was pro resolving mediators. In number two was activating this incredible energy enzyme AMPK. In number three was activating your own cannabinoid system and in and out, sorry, out. The only out we have was watch your salt intake. It could affect immunity. That is the November magazine for life extension. Listen, don't forget at liveforeverish.com, you can uh, listen to and download and like and share and comment on many, many podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.